I like big books and I cannot lie. Kim and Julie sure can't deny. When a book walks in with a big thick spine, we're gonna have a good time. So, baby, wanna talk books with ya? You get the picture. Just push play and subscribe and turn to chapter five. Hey! This episode today has been a long time coming and very much loved. We're super excited. Kim, welcome to the podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Tell us, tell us, like, because people will have heard your episode probably in the get to know the team episode, but remind us, who are you? Well, I am Kim. (laughs) I am from a very small town in Southwest Georgia with three whole stoplights. So you might could tell that by my wonderful accent, but I began I was a VA. I still technically am (laughs) a VA. I began my business in uh, June of 2020. And now I serve teacherpreneurs as a Pinterest manager and a social media manager. And I'm also kind of heading into more of a marketing role for teacherpreneurs. So I'm excited about that. But I came into the picture with Julie when she interviewed me as a VA for another client. And she had a question on the application about who is your favorite author. And And this particular client um, clearly had a favorite author, but I was like, you know, I may never talk to this person. I might not even get an interview or I might, but I'm just going to be authentic to myself. So I listed my favorite author and it happened to be one of yours. So on the discovery call, we like geeked out over books and we discovered, we quickly discovered we're like book soulmates. (laughs) So you ended up hiring me as your VA and I've been your VA ever since. So I'm just so thrilled to be here. And when you approached me about co-hosting this season, I was like, uh, yeah, I was born for this. Like <laughs> literally I am, I'm ready right now. Let's do it right now. <laughs> and I'm, st- I'm so obsessed with you. We talk books all the time. Still, we send each yes. other like book recommendations and videos and it's on such all a- platforms. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, every day, I feel like you wake up to messages like, have you read this? Have you seen this? This is funny. Yes. We message each other on Instagram, Voxer, Slack, TikTok, <laughs> you, mean, you name it. <laughs> We're sending book recs. And we talk about other people's book recs. Like mm-hmm. we just, we love books. So yes, yeah, we are. And, you know, we have similar tastes in books. So it'll be interesting to see, like somebody yeah. could come here and get some ideas for things they might like that's sort of out of their comfort zone. But if you like the same books that we do, like our core books, pay attention because guarantee and send us your top recommendations. (laughs) Yes, please. My list is ever growing, but like when I finish a book or I finish a series, I'll automatically go to my list and see, okay, what's next? What am I in the mood for? Cause I have like a nonfiction list, a fiction list. I have like mindset books, business books. Um, I'm pretty much reading four or five books at a time, but when I finish one, one of the first places I check is your Rex. <laughs> Cause I'm like, okay, am I in like this fairy fey dragon slayer, like third dimensional world mood? Or am I in, how can I improve my business and life mood? Or am I in, um, I need more Jesus. How can I uplift and inspire and all this stuff mood? So, you know, yeah. I'm always checking the Rex. 
Now tell me, wait, do you actually have like a list list, like in your notes app or yeah. something? In my Google docs. Don't hate I former a, teacher. <laughs> it's so organized. I have screenshots and my screenshots are so spread out that I'll be going mm-hmm. back months. Like if I can't find something, I'll be just like sitting there scrolling and scrolling. Cause it is not an official place. I have a Google docs sheet, but I also save so many book talks. <laughs> so if I'm not near my computer, if I don't feel like pulling up the drive app on my phone or whatever, mm-hmm. I will go to TikTok and look at my saved videos and like scroll through there and whichever hits I'll pick that as well. So it's organized, but then it's a hot mess all at the same time, like simultaneously. But it's going to lead you to where you're supposed to be. Exactly. Which is here right now. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us today we are doing our top fiction books of 2021. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I have read a ton and so have you. Excuse me if you can hear the ruffle of my notes because I am so ready. (laughs) Ready. But 2021 brought a lot of good series for me, like not just a book, like three or four books. And then it brought some really horrible ones as well. Like, why did I waste my life <laughs> kind of situation? Yes. But do you want to share yours first or do you want me to? I would say you go, you do one and I'll do one. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So my first series of top fiction books. This series has three books in it and they're all by Kate Stewart. And there's three books. It's called, you're shaking your head. It's called Flock, Exodus, Exodus, excuse me, I can't talk, and The Finish Line. And this book took me to a place where I was like, no, this whole series took me to a place where I'm like, do I need therapy? Like, it just, it broke your heart and made you happy. It kept you on the edge of your seat and made you want to fling yourself off a building, but then pick yourself back up and continue reading. It was like all the things. And I kept just like wanting to find Kate Stewart's number and go, or maybe like her Instagram and message her and go, do you not like me? Like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> like, why are you doing this to my emotions? My like, inner feelings, but it was so good. It was so good. I've totally forgot about that series. And I can't remember when I read that it, it probably was this year too, because mm-hmm. we talked about it before you read it. And I was like, mm-hmm. be prepared. Like, I think I took <laughs> a significant break between books one and two and mm-hmm. books three. Cause I was so done and mad Mm -hmm. and like hurt (laughs) that I could not pick up book three for so long. I was like, I didn't even know if I ever was. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. And I was so happy. I finished that series. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. The third book kind of dragged for me a little bit, but it was totally worth reading because you needed to finish it. (laughs) It was like, you just had to like these characters and their lives and the, you know, the whole love story in general, because there's a lot of action, a lot of suspense. There's, you know, murder and crime and all this stuff, but you had to find out what happened at the end. Like you had to know. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us, should we give a little synopsis of each series? I know some of them, like I kind of inwardly am cringing because some of mine, I'm going to, it's like, it's going to sound dumb maybe, or it's no, (laughs) 
It will come on. We'll all tell you like when we do, I'll do one next and you'll be like, I'll try to explain it and people can just laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the synopsis of flock is there is this girl and um, she was raised by a single mom and her dad's like this multi-millionaire billionaire businessman who never had anything to do with her really. Well, her dad said that she would get her trust fund if she did what he told her to do, move in with him, go to college, work for his company. And, but her intention was using this trust fund money to set up her mother financially to have a good life because her mother always struggled. She worked two or three jobs, all this stuff. So she moves in with her dad and I don't want to say too much, but she meets somebody that works at her dad's company that leads to several love interests that it's kind of like a futuristic, modern, not futuristic, modern day Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. So these guys are taking from the rich and giving to the poor in their little town. And who are they taking from? Her dad. But there is a twist to it all. Oh my gosh. Something tragic happens and you like want to get on antidepressants. <laughs> then <laughs> you keep reading and she meets the love of her life, but it's kind of like an enemies to lovers kind of thing, but not too dark or too heavy because I don't really like those at all. Um, and then he kind of saves her life. She saves his But it takes you on a journey where you're going to, you're going to go someplace. So just be prepared. You're going to cry. You have to be ready for that (laughs) series. Yeah, for sure. All right. (laughs) Well, I, I don't know if you've read this book yet. I think right now it's just one, which I didn't know when I read it because it will be a series and the next one's not coming out until next year. But I really loved the book, These Hollow Vows by Lexi Bryan. I have not read that. Mm, I can't. There's something about that book that was really intriguing because there's this girl. It kind of reminds me. I don't know. Did you read Six of Crows? No, don't. I did not. (laughs) Don't. That's not my extreme. I could never finish it, but it kind of reminds me of that because they live in this like port town. It's like two sisters and they're just like struggling to make it. And so there's this like fantasy. This is a fantasy book. So there's this other land that they can cross over to. And when finally they do, all these mysteries are unraveled and there's love interest. It's it's not as good a synopsis as yours was. But if you like that sort of thing, I thought it was really well done. And then things come together at the end where it just totally caught me off guard. I was like, this makes so much sense. And how did I not see that this was happening and this was coming? And then it just leaves you hanging. So you can wait if that sounds remotely interesting to you till next year. When uh, book yeah. two out. But I'll, I definitely will read it again before I read the next one. Cause I just really, I loved that book so much. When does book two come out? You said next year. Yeah. Spring. Why do they do this to us? Torture. <laughs> I know. Like I get, okay, you're writing a book that takes a lot of work, but could you not take my emotions into consideration? <laughs> I, know. I get so invested. For sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm going to have to put that on my 2022 20, list. 
Yes. And we will have an episode coming up where we're sharing what we're reading next year. For sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. What's your next, your next. Okay. I know for certain that you loved this series and, um, you read it through my recommendation and I actually got this series. I saw it on book talk on TikTok, which, you know, the book side, they call book talk for those that don't know. And yes, I'm 36 on TikTok. Don't hate. I get book recs and lots of recipes. Okay. And lots of laughs. So it is the, um, plated prisoner series by Raven Kennedy. (laughs) So there are three books. There's Guild, Glint, and Gleam. And there's a fourth book coming out. And, uh, oh gosh, I forgot when it was. But it's coming out within the next few months. And so I cannot wait to read it. But such a good series. Yeah, it's definitely on my top list too. But now you, this is the one I was laughing. Like, try to explain this in a serious way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, maybe in serious at all is like a stretch. (laughs) No. Okay. Oh my gosh. Hold on. There's this girl. (laughs) Sorry that you have to hear my wheeze. (laughs) Um, she is, she's kind of gold. You know, like her skin is gold. Everything she touches is gold. Only during the day, right? Only during the day. And then when the sun goes down, she can chill out and touch things and not because she can't eat during the day too, right? Because if she eats, it touches her food, it turns to gold. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that she touches during the day turns to gold. So she meets this guy when she's like younger and he ends up being king. She has this relationship where the key with the king and he like keeps her in a cage. And so for her protection, for her protection, I'm using like, you know, the rabbit ears here and I'm having a brain fart. You'll have to just. (laughs) So there's more to this story than what you would think because yes, there's, there's secrets that are uncovered in their relationship and Mm -hmm. then there's kidnapping, there's, you know, possible wars. There's this whole world. That's really, really interesting. And also should we say that she has ribbons? (laughs) No, (laughs) she's gold and she has ribbons that are like magical but she doesn't really know how to use them. And so like her, the king that she is supposedly in love with that keeps her locked away for her protection is trying to gain land in this vast kingdom. But there is this one king that is the all powerful king and whatever he touches like rots. Like he looks like when I envision him, I think of a, I like when I see him in my mind, I see like this big rotting, scary tree. Cause everything that he touches like rots. In fact, I think if I remember correctly, his name was King Rot or something like that. Oh yeah. His nickname. Yeah. So this all powerful King Rot finds out, Hey, this guy's trying to take my territory. I'm coming to see him. King Rot meets the golden girl and a lot of things go down. That's very, leaves you in suspense, gives you a really good romance story, but like it's a slow burn and slowly my favorite thing across this series is the main character, this golden girl 
at first she's so weak. She has no confidence in herself. She's very resigned to her position. She truly believes that this king is protecting her. And then throughout the series, she finds herself and finds her inner strength, finds her confidence, finds her worth. And so then she's like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. And no, I'm going to fight back. Take that. Talk to the gold hand. So... So, and you, you learn know, everything through her yeah. point of view because that's what's really cool about it is that you go on this journey with her. Mm-hmm. And so it's not from like the stories being told from outside herself. It's like you're feeling the emotions as she's mm-hmm. untangling lies and, you know, all these mysteries and things are being uncovered and she's figuring them out. And even the journey of like when she starts, so the ribbons are like these attachments like down mm-hmm. her spinal column. And so when I first read it, I was like, I don't know what I feel. I don't think I like this like part. Yeah. And then by the end, because she comes into acceptance of herself, you like have a totally different feeling even about that because it's like mm-hmm. you've been through it with her. Right. It's like a part of her power, mm-hmm. you know? So I like that. And I have to take, make a note that I always gravitate to stories if they're fiction, whether it be fantasy or, you know, suspense, action, thriller. It has to, for me, it has to have a very strong female lead. I, and like this one, I almost didn't go to book two because I was like, she's killing me. Like, I just want to be like, yoo-hoo, hello, you're being slow here. But then on the other side of that coin, you're cheering her on going, come on. And so it takes you on that journey of just watching her grow into that strong female lead, which is why I cannot wait to book four. Cause I think she's totally going to kick booty in book four. And I'm like here for it. A hundred percent. That was definitely on my yeah. favorites list. And I agree. I think the books that we share in common a lot of those have that really strong female lead up front, even though they do go through like that hero's journey, they still have, like they start out with a lot of grit and a lot of strength and sarcasm. And so this one was different in that. I, yeah. When I think back, like I was, I read it because you recommended it and I knew because of your recommendation, it was going to be like something that I really loved. And getting past that, like first part where you're thinking, all right, like, are you going to have that grit? Like is, are you going to figure this out? Like, or we don't even know what there is to figure out at that point, but it's right. definitely, it was really such a cool book and really interesting. Cause I hadn't ever read any type of world like that. No. And that's what, I, that's a good point because this series was so unique. I have not read another series like this one bar none. It's completely in and of itself, like so unique. So Raven Kennedy really did a really good job with that. Yeah. So she just needs to hurry up with book four Raven, you know, <laughs> again, <laughs> very inconsiderate of my feelings. <laughs> so you put a book or a series of books that were your favorite. So you said those, I'm going to say one that I know have to be on your list too. Blood and Ash by Jennifer. That Archer. was my next one, Julia. <laughs> that was my third and final one. <laughs> I have two more. Like one's a series, and then one is uh like just a standalone, and it's different than the rest. So, but I did really enjoy it, and still like thought about it, and it and liked it a lot. So, well, go ahead and tell me. Well, wait, maybe I'll do I'll do Savage Lands because that's mm-hmm. one of mine, and then you do. 
blood and ash because that's okay. for sure. So, but know that blood and ash is like on both of our right. top lists. And Savage Lands is a newer, I don't think I read that until probably a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I have to say like book one does start out, has like a, a really strong female character lead, but it's definitely more gritty than I prefer reading. Like I don't want to go all the way into like really like gore, your stomach hurts kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this one was like the line for me. It definitely, mm-hmm. especially book one, it's just so rough. Like so many rough things happen that mm-hmm. um, I'm really glad I stuck with it. And it was super interesting, but definitely uh, don't, if you're not into spicy books, this does have a romance that gets extremely spicy later on, Mm -hmm. but not in the beginning. So it's this, it's sort of fantasy mixed with post-apocalyptic, which I find that I do Mm -hmm. really enjoy. I don't read post-apocalyptic books on their own. I've done that and I've been horrified. (laughs) That doesn't sound like my jam, right? Mm -hmm. But this was that like what happens when it's just everything like falls apart and it's just outside of certain boundaries and cities you just go out and it's just you remember that Tupac video where it's like (laughs) and they're just like all racing around and it's like no law yes you're taking me back taking me back (laughs) it's like California California is that the one yeah 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 I mean I know it was based wasn't it based on Blade Runner anyway with the way yeah. off topic, but <laughs> it reminds me of that they have these outer areas that it's just like people, it's just like a free fall and they're fending for themselves. But there's, of course, there's a mystery figuring out like what is going on and who everybody is and sort of what their powers are, uh, who they're connected to. There's uh, it's very, very fast paced. And so, I mean, if something catastrophic isn't happening like every couple of chapters it's just like you're on this constant roller coaster there's not really a lot of like breathe in breathe out it's like mm-hmm. and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens and then you're always it's very surprising and it's like wait now who's involved there's like all these extra players that come in so that book there's three books that are currently out and then one that's coming out soonish in the next mm-hmm. couple months. So definitely if you, if that sounds interesting and you're not afraid of the spice, I would say that's one worth. Yeah. Give that one a try. It's definitely on my list. So yeah. I'll be definitely. so curious once you start reading it to see. I know I'm probably will wait till the next book comes out and then read them all. Yeah. I, I think to. that's the best way to do it. Cause you'll really need like a palate cleanser too after that. Cause it's like a intense series for sure. For sure. Well, you've already spilled the beans. <laughs> <laughs> the beans have been spilled, <laughs> but my third top fiction book of this year, it's a series. <laughs> Shocker. It's the series from blood and ash by Jennifer Armin trout. I'm mm-hmm. very, very Southern Armin trout. I think that sounds great. Okay. So The first book is from Blood and Ash. The second is Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. And the third is Crown of Gilded Bones. So it takes you again on another roller coaster. Very strong female lead, but sort of like the Plated Prisoner series. Mm -hmm. She's not that way in the beginning, but she's already doing some things that 
in from the beginning, unlike the Plated Prisoner series, from this lead character from Blood and Ash, she's already doing stuff in the beginning that would be deemed kind of rebellious and, you know, scandalous. But she's, you know, she knows something is going on. She just doesn't know what. And she has these desires within herself to be courageous and brave and fight for the innocent and serve the innocent. And so she tries to do those things very under the radar. And then over the course of the story, she just really comes into herself. So in the beginning, you're in this like kingdom where there's like these vampire people, they call them vampires. At least that's how my Southern accent pronounces it. Mm -hmm. And so she is going to be like the blood sacrifice. What did, what do they call her again? I'm having like my brain. I can't remember. Did they say she's like the special, like Like the virgin or like a, like a lamb or something like that where um, she has been set apart and set aside and highly protected to be like a sacrifice for her kingdom to save the kingdom or to keep the kingdom going. And so but it's not she, the sacrifice of her life, right? It's like if she, she doesn't her life. Yeah. But it's not like you get to go get like axed, but it's like, if you devote right. your life to us, then our well of power will continue. And if right. you don't, then like our power as vampires will collapse. Right. Yeah. So there is this faraway kingdom that is, has werewolves, but they're not like so prevalent. But everyone thinks that this kingdom was like defeated and no longer exists. But I'm not going to say too much, but there's more than meets the eye. So this girl goes through this journey of she gets kidnapped and then she goes through the journey of realizing what her kingdom really is, the reality of it, which isn't good. So there's. This girl goes on this journey there's romance, there's action, there's survival, there's all these things that she goes through and then to the reality of what her kingdom really is. And she realizes that she is, she was born one of the only ones that could save all everyone. And so she goes through this journey of accepting her fate, accepting her role, accepting her gifts, and she's ready to kick butt. And then it ends. (laughs) So (laughs) we're waiting on book four. Thanks, Jennifer. You know, (laughs) waiting on book four, because literally at the end of book three, she's like killing people. And, but like in a way to defend her kingdom, she's killing the bad people. Okay, the people that need to like be asked, but <laughs> she's doing it. She's such she's such a cool character. I love. Now, her. tell me, did you read? There is a prequel now that just came out recently, and I haven't read it yet. I think because too, we've probably seen reviews online that are like, mm-hmm. eh, it was good, but I would say, like hands down, I probably reread Blood and Ash three times this year, all three books. I well, was no, getting all two. Ready. I, I yeah. didn't reread book three yet because book three was a little, it was needed, but it was mm-hmm. also like not 
my favorite of the three. You know, I think I made a comment to you about that where I was mad at Jennifer. I mean, like I know these authors personally, but I was upset with her because I felt like Crown of Gilded Bones, the third book, didn't even need to be really. Like it could have been like a quick synopsis, like in the second book. I feel like she's dragging this out a little bit. And um, it made me mad. <laughs> I have to say there was, I, I agree. Like she, it could have been like, you know, Maybe part a novella. of one book, but I did love just after the action and all the things that happened in the first two books, I felt like for a moment, some of the characters were able to get a little bit of happiness and like right. some resolution happened with their families. And I just... It could have been shorter. Yeah. But there was moments where I just kind of loved for the characters to be like, okay, you have like this time of joy and happiness. Cause you know, like stuff's about to hit the fan again, Mm -hmm. especially when they have that moment. I'm like, okay, here it comes. It's coming. (laughs) But no, I have bought, is it blood and ember? What is it? Shadow and Ember, maybe? Yes, 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 yes. I have it in my Kindle library tree because I um, bought it, like pre-bought it. What's that word? I'm sorry, y'all. What's Uh, that word you pre-buy? Just like pre-order? Yeah, that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I could not think. Oh, my gosh. The audience is going to be like, wow, Kim. Wow. (laughs) But I pre-ordered it, but I have not read it yet now that it's out. And I will be honest and say that the reviews have been like, I might just want to like wait. But it's different characters. It takes place before any of the characters in this book were alive. And they say that it's really great to understand more of the story. Like you'd have to read the series first. You can't read the prequel first because you don't know a lot of the context of what's going on. So I haven't started it yet either, but I, I will. Yeah. Eventually. (laughs) I think that might be one of my December reads. I might like put it off through November because I, I wanted to start, well, I might save savagely. I'm going to save savage lands, but there's a couple of series that I wanted to start this month. Yes. I think that's only, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Awkward. Okay. <laughs> California love. <laughs> the last book that I read that I really liked, and I want to just add it in here in case there are people who are like, listen, I don't want to talk about fae and fairies and werewolves right. and vampires. Um, but I really loved it was City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. Have you read that? No. It's fiction, right? Because she has, that's the author from Eat, Pray, Love and some other books. I loved Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. And so she wrote this fiction and it just felt, I read it after Big Magic, right? Which is a nonfiction sort of about like living in your creativity, which was really such a cool book. And I loved that one too. Um, But this is like a coming of age story for, I can't remember if it was like the twenties kind of era. And she did such an amazing job researching it. And there's so many cool references and understanding like historically the roles of women in that time. And that there are women living very outside of the box from those roles, which is like this story, the character kind of bridges both of those things, but I really enjoyed it. It was just so well done. And I think about that book and, and really liked it. So I read it this year and I definitely would say it was one of my favorite books of the year. 
Nice. I'm gonna have to put that on my list. <laughs> now, um, do you have any that you like? I had like a quick couple that I really disliked this year that I did not finish, or I just hated. D so and much. F. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, all three of mine, I DNF'd, I did not finish. I just couldn't. I was like, I don't even care what happens. This sucks. I want like the hours I devoted to this back to me Yes, <laughs> back in my life. I, and this came from book talk. So like, come on guys. I don't know why you liked this book. And with all due respect, it's Lilac by BB Reed. Just yeah. don't. You saved me from that. So I just don't, will not. don't do it. It's, it's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) The cover's pretty though. It is. And that like, that's one, and it sounds silly, but that's one of the things that drew me in is the cover is really pretty and vibrant and beautiful. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to, you know, be this story or that story. No, it's just dumb. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I already said one of mine because I think I said Six of Crows, which was a big book Mm -hmm. on Big Book Talk. And it's sort of like a group of teenage, it's like the heist, like they're going on a heist basically in another kingdom. And so it has like all the pieces there. I swear the characters are like 16 years old and sometimes that works. Okay. I guess. But in this case, it was just they, she did a really good job. Like if you have a teenager, you really felt like even with all these things going on and their backgrounds and what they were trying to pull off that they were their age. Like it was, I could Mm -hmm. not, I think I tried and I maybe got 20%. And then I was like, I kept seeing it again and again, people loving it. So I tried again, I got to maybe like 35% and I just abandoned all hope. I just, it's not for me. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. I really don't gravitate towards super young characters. Like they need to at least be in their twenties. They need to be adults for me to like. Yeah. I mean, to to be be fair, like I read Twilight probably as an adult and I'm not saying I would go back and like reread those books now. Mm -hmm. Did I read the one that was released this year? That was like from Edward's point of view. Yes, I did. You did? I did not. Because <laughs> I really liked, if you want a book that um, Stephanie Myers is the author, right? She wrote this yes. book that was like an adult and it has this alien. And I am telling you that book I love so much. And I sobbed like, so- like you, that's when well, your crap. family is now like, I have to read okay? it. Yeah. So I wanted to give like the Edward like version a chance because I loved that one so much. Um, We'll put it in the show notes. I can't think of the name, but it was really like, I hadn't read anything like it. The concept is so interesting because at first I was like, I must've been in a dry spell because I would not choose to read anything about aliens. Not into the paranormal. What was that one that we were picking on each other about? (laughs) What was that one? (laughs) It had a blue alien on the cover. I'm not barbarian ice something. Ice planet barbarians. Listen, (laughs) you didn't come here. You didn't come here for above the brow, like highbrow. Listen, this is not like fiction. 
to be fair, I did not read it. I thought it'd be funny to say that I was reading it. And then I just I absolutely looked at the cover and went, absolutely not. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot, but people loved it. I'm they like, did. y'all, what is going on? What is I, going on? <laughs> I know I couldn't, if you want, I just was like, I messaged you and I was like, I'm going to download it because I want to say that I'm reading it because it makes me laugh so hard. And then I just couldn't make myself do it. So yeah. There is a series of books that people evidently like called Ice Planet Barbarians. And I think there's a bunch. Yeah, I think there are. Live in that world. Man, <laughs> you know, I'm really glad you're not into extraterrestrial reading. <laughs> Except the one with Stephanie Myers, which was. I'm going to have to find out what that's called. Oh, good. I am telling you, yeah. it just like has a strong female lead, but it just. Yeah. Oh, my emotions. Like I think about. If I read it again, I would cry again. It was just like really. Yes. Oh my gosh. If it has you sobbing over aliens, I'm intrigued. Sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> so we got way off track. But I was saying yes. that we did Sorry. read, like I read Twilight, and then I read that one like from Edward's point of view this year. And they are teenagers. I guess it's like saying half of them are quote unquote teenagers because they're just pretending, but still. Mm-hmm. Even that one felt more mature than Six of Crows. Right, right. So what else is on your list? Okay. I would not, if you are not into like spicy books, do not even go near this. But it is really bad (laughs) to me, in my opinion. And if you liked it, I'm really sorry. But it was the Club 22 series, which was a spinoff of the Madison Kate series by Tate James. And I loved Madison Kate. Like, I read it twice. I was here for it. I loved it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to love Club 22, that whole series. I think there's three or four. Um, I absolutely hated it. I made it to book two. And I'm like, there's there there are more books. Like, <laughs> I'm like no, I cannot, I cannot do this. It's just it could have it could have just been two books, the whole series, like just one two, boom, you're done. I think Tate truck it out a little bit. I don't know. It just wasn't my jam. It has like a very Sons of Anarchy vibe to it, and I, you know, I like stuff like that. I'll read like a mafia series. I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, you know what I good. mean. It could be good. Like there's a lot of suspense there, a lot of like survival things going on, but just no, just don't do it. It was just super lame and just did not need to be like, it did not need to be three or four books. So, and if you really like that, I apologize. Don't come for me. (laughs) I think for everybody, like there's books that we're going to love that people are going to be like, how did you even like, I can't (laughs) and that like reverse. Cause there's like something that attracted them. That's okay. We're just sharing like. Right so, stuff. Cause this one has this next one. I know, you know, what I'm going to say, because we've talked about this so much mm-hmm. and there are people who really, I don't know if there are people who really love this book, but I will say there are people who aren't like as deeply offended by this book as I am and who are like interested and, in, you know, so this book is Colleen Hoover's Verity. Oh no, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I tried to no. tell you, don't do Look. it. Flock made me feel like I need therapy, but in like a healthy way. Yeah. If you like Verity, I am scheduling you an appointment with a therapist. <laughs> like you need, you need some, you like need to talk through some things. Like you, something's wrong with your coping mechanisms. Like what is going on in your life? I need to know. 
this is this book is wrong. I think Colleen Hoover is a very popular, I would say, is she in the romance genre? She's like a romance yeah. author. Yeah. Um, and this is the first book I'd read by her. Mm-hmm. Big mistake. Cause now I mm-hmm. like can't, I, I couldn't even finish it. I, you don't because the <laughs> ending is what like you would, if you think you need therapy now, like <laughs> the ending, maybe I like after we get done, I could tell you if you have never going to read it, but there's no, like not. literally Facebook groups devoted to people discussing the ending of this book. Oh my gosh. They're so I- like mind effed over it. Oh my gosh. I wish y'all could see Julie's face. She's like so intense right now. She's like, no, don't do it. (laughs) Everybody online on like Instagram who says like, this is the next book I'm going to read. I don't message people very often, but I message strangers and I'm like, please, for the love, do not do this to yourself. Like Mm -hmm. do not. No, I need to know what happens at the end, but I just got like, after talking to you, I started it and I just felt like weird about it. And I was just like, I feel like this is a mistake and I just need to like make a U-turn. And so I just put it down and I I couldn't do it. I like, you know, when you send books back on your Kindle, yeah. <laughs> I sent that daggum thing right on back. I said, see you later. <laughs> well, and it starts out like, that's why I was confused because the very first, like, chapter the first pages I think somebody's like run over in front of the main character and it's just there's no point to it other than to set the tone of this very disturbing I guess you could say it's like a mystery I Mm -hmm. think some people would say there's a romance in there but I would not (laughs) think of that in any type of romance I would ever want to be part of like just don't the whole thing just don't Fair enough. <laughs> Fair right. enough. Oh my goodness. Did you have a third one? No. Oh yes, I did. I did. Kings of Quarantine. Okay. I should have known by the title, like this is going to be dumb. And then I should have um, knew by the synopsis of it, of the book, the summary of the book, this is going to be dumb. Have seen but it for, recommended though over and over, like people recommend series. That's what drew me in, and I uh, I think I tried it out this past summer when I had like a little bit more downtime, and I could not even finish book two. It was just the dumbest thing, and plus it's like high school agey stuff, and I should have known better. I should have known better, but I was like, oh, I'm gonna give it a go. It's got like such good reviews. People are loving this. Maybe you know somewhere in book two, I'll start liking it. No, and I, I can read certain enemies to lovers romances. I can read certain bully type romances, but it has to be like very like. GPG kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like yes. very light, lighthearted. Anything that gets like too heavy, it's appalling to me. I can't do it. And if that is your jam, then that is your jam, but it's not mine. So this one, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. It was just too much and it was pointless. And the story was the storyline was dumb. I just did not like it at all is set in this like school and this girl whose dad released this virus that's similar to the coronavirus. Oh my gosh. And so like the what did they write that in like you know they probably wrote December it December of last year. <laughs> exactly. And um these group of guys at her school start bullying her and they just take it too far. 
And then she somehow falls in love with the guys. And it's just like, this is stupid. This is dumb. Absolutely not. Well, I'm Mm -hmm. glad we save each other from bad books. (laughs) Hopefully we saved you from some bad books and maybe suggested one or a couple that you might be interested in reading. Yeah, for sure. And if y'all read one of our top fiction books of 2021 and you like it, or if you have questions, or if you just want to like talk to someone as you're reading it, because I'll do that to Julie sometimes. Like as I was reading Flock, I was boxing you on Voxer going, what (laughs) the heck is going on? And then as you were reading the Play to Prisoner series, you were boxing me. So like, feel free to reach out and be like, oh my God, I'm loving this. Or, oh my gosh, I just like want to crawl in a hole. Why did you suggest this? (laughs) And then I can apologize, you know? (laughs) So like reach out to us. And And share your top books of this year. Because really, like, that's not just like, this isn't just like, Hey, come and say hi. Like, no, really tell us what you're reading. We need Mm -hmm. to know things can be moved up and down our ambiguous list based on really good recommendations, especially if you know, like I've read a couple of these books. I know you're going to like this one. I think that would be super cool. And if it's totally outside of our comfort zone, I'm always open to trying things as long as it's not, I cannot do depressing, like modern day depressing. Mm -mm, No, I can't take that right now. And it has to have a strong female lead. Yes. So if you have those, even if it's outside of like, it doesn't have to be fake or it doesn't have to be like fantasy. Yeah, none of that. I mean, I am always willing to try new genres, but it will not be the Ice Planet Barbarians. So don't, don't suggest that one. Time that was going to be our book club for next year. Dang it. <laughs> no, but um, in the show notes, you'll, you'll see like where you can contact us on Instagram. You could always comment on Julie's website. Hopefully like our emails will be there. So please reach out, especially if you have book recs. I am down for all the book recs. All right. And we have a lot more fun deep dive episodes coming. So stay yes. with us. Yes. No, are we so done? We to say bye. Yes, so bye. Say bye. Bye, bye y'all. <laughs> no, I swear we get. I swear we get work done. Like people would never know how. What's the word? Productive. We're really yes, productive. We are very productive people. Yes. We read from the hours of like what, like nine p.m. to like nine to like one. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. All right. Well, come join us on the next episode. Thanks, you guys. Yes. Bye.